0: Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie.
1: Welcome back to the Buckets and Boomgate studio. Kim, I'm excited for this conversation. And before you speak, before any words come out of your mouth, let me frame today's conversation and advise our wonderful listeners that Kim's voice has just been giving her an absolute fit this week. So, I'm super grateful that Kim's here. So far, she doesn't need to type, and I don't need to be the only voice on this episode, but it may sneak in. It may pop in at some stage, so if Kerry takes over, guys, you know what's going on. Kim, good morning. Good morning, Kerry. (laughs) Oh, Kim, I tell you what, we're going to make this a light lift for you because we are talking about, well... It's another one of your favourite topics, delegating, but today we're going to lean on what we love versus what needs to be done. So Kim, did you want to throw anything in before we pull out the soapbox and the milk crate on this one? It is one of my favourites, Carrie. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Well, Kim, I've got an example to kick us off. Is that okay? Please. So, Kim, my example of delegating what we love, I love editing podcasts. Like, and you know this, Kim, because every time there's a podcast to edit, Carrie's like, pick me, pick me. Like, I, I want to do it. I want to do it. And it's been a love of mine for, oh, let me think. We're probably heading up to three and a half years or thereabouts since I started podcasting. And I don't know why, Kim. I think I'm fascinated by the tool, I'm fascinated by the creativity it gives me, and I like to make people sound good when it comes to the editing process. The good thing right now, Terry. <laughs> yes, yes, it could, could come in handy. However, Kim, I came to the conclusion recently that I needed to delegate it because it was let's put it this way, it was time I didn't need to be spending on something that could be done by someone else. And I love it. And it's a, it's a love that I've, I've let go of. And I think there was, Kim, you call it control freakiness. I think there was an element of that. And there was also a piece of, well, I do it a specific way. How will someone else do that the same way I do and the conclusion I came to was that Danny is actually doing them now. So thank you, Danny, for all your hard work on the editing. And I actually found that I needed to say out loud how I did it. And I needed to write a little system and a process for her to follow. And happy days. And thank you, Danny. Yeah, exactly. So, Kim, that's my example of delegating something that we love. And I don't regret doing that delegating part of the, the podcast editing. I do miss it, I guess. Deep down, I miss it. But at the same time, it's freed up time to do other things. So Kim, that's a bonus, isn't it? I think so, Keri. We have to make sure that we're not delegating
0: something that is part of our, maybe it's our routine that we love and we have enough time for it. Like, you don't want to just do all the yucky stuff. You want to do things that you love to. But when you are looking for more time in your schedule, you have to find those places that you you can delegate something like that. And Carrie, I know you still will call it play sometimes. Like, you love that editing land. But I feel like sometimes when we delegate something and we get the process out loud, we find ways to make it better. We find ways to like change, change how the, in our mind, the only way it can work. We find better ways
1: even when we're, when we're trying to delegate it and get that process out loud. Kim, you are spot on because Danny has come into my office on multiple occasions and said to me, Did you know this in Adobe Audition? And I'm like, Get out of town. I thought something like that should, I just never took the time to explore all the options that were available. And software's update as well. So things change and new toys become available in some of the systems and processes that we have. So therefore, giving her the time and space to be able to explore those options as well. I made it very clear when I delegated it to her, you don't need to rush this. Take your time with it. Learn it. Learn it well. And if you want to go looking for better ways to do it, by all means, this is the way that I've done it. However, I'm always open to the suggestion of improvement and doing things in a different way. So that's exactly what she did. And when she came to me with one of those improvements, it was a huge game changer, Kim. Like it actually saved us almost double the time of the process we were doing in this one little find that she had. Was there a caution in there, Carrie,
0: of when you're delegating something, someone needs to follow your instructions first if they've never done it? So that they can understand like the process. And then when they go exploring,
1: I think they have the ability to find easier way. I agree, Kim. Definitely starting with a base structure good instructions for someone to follow so that you're handing over the task well. Because I've got a little thing that I live by Kim is setting things up for success. So if we just kind of chuck a task at someone and say, here go, run with it, but we've given them no guidance. Well, if they haven't done it before, What's the chances of them being able to deliver it back to us well is, is a huge thing. But, Kim, I want to talk about something else because something that you've mentioned to me is, and you mentioned it just before, about we don't want to give away everything. We need to keep some things for ourselves because, Kim, I think there's a couple of things you like to do to break up your day, little, little things around you that need to be done. Have you got the voice power to, to share that with us? <laughs> I hope so, Carrie.
0: <laughs> so I have something that I call piddling. And yes, that's probably not a real word. It's probably just princess speak. But it's where you do what I'm going to call kind of mindless tasks. You, you know, do dishes or you wipe the counters or you, you know, take something from upstairs to downstairs, whatever it is. It's just piddling around. At one point, I had a housekeeper who did everything, and it was miserable because I didn't realize that's part of what I like to do that gives me some recovery time. You know, you and I are addicted to our clients and to our masterminders and to doing business. We love being entrepreneurs, but there also is that human side that we've got to recover from some of that. And if we don't have some of that time, you like unicorn time. I like piddle time. And it's part of the way we recover. So if we delegate our recovery time, then we're not going to come with our A
1: game because it never gives us that time to reset. I agree, Kim. And I've I've found little things that I can do around the house that I should do myself that give me that opportunity to get away from the screen get away from my desk you know stop stop on the keyboard stop on the mouse stop pressing all the buttons because otherwise we're going to turn into robots we're going to sit here and just be the cat on the keyboard and the mouse all day it's not good for our bodies it's not good for our minds to be so intense for for such a long duration, so I've I've enjoyed. Purposely, I moved my little little baby fridge out of my office, so I have to go to the kitchen to get the milk to make the coffee. The coffee machine's in here, but the bar, bar fridge got ejected because it was it was I wasn't moving. I was getting up. I was I was doing four steps. I was putting the milk with the coffee and putting it back and do four steps back to my keyboard. So. Even though it's only a short trip out to the kitchen, it's movement, it's getting up. And it's amazing how many thoughts you can have between your office and the kitchen. Like the the brain can just let go and and go places. I've found that to be a huge game changer, Kim. So imagine if I still had the bar fridge or if someone was delivering me the milk, I'd, I'd just be here all day.
0: You and I could be addicted to doing what we do. I'll just say that out loud. And and I think we, we could get by without like eating or sleeping or doing any of the other things. We would never leave this spot we're in right now. We'd podcast 24 hours a day. We would do like the things. And I feel like that's where we have to check our own selves to make sure we're not setting ourselves up to fail physically because we are not getting up and moving. So delegating delegating is a beautiful thing when you get there, like the control freakiness. We can get some of our, you know, we can learn some things, Carrie, that's what I'm going to say. But I also know some things, and we need to
1: be careful of not delegating the wrong things. So, Kim, to wrap up today's conversation, I think what we're saying is, You've got the choice of what you delegate. You don't have to delegate things you love. You don't have to delegate all the things you don't love. You decide, you get to decide on what is gonna stay with you and potentially what's gonna go to somebody else. And you get the option to set it up for success as well. I love this, Kerry. I think we should all be delegating in the right way. Absolutely, and for those out there that have got no one to delegate to, Delegate to yourself. You can always do that as well. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I think getting ready to delegate, because Carrie,
0: you're right. I think when you're getting ready to delegate something, even when you don't feel like you have the money yet to do it or you don't have the person yet, getting the process in order will help you be able to delegate when it's time. And if you don't have that process, I can guarantee you you're wasting some time in the process when you don't have it, like, mapped out. Because there are ways, always, that we can save some time mm. to, like, multiplying our
1: time. Yeah, love it. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Kim. And thank you, listener, for staying with us in episode, what are we up to, Kim? Well, 37. There you go. 37 in the BBG studio. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, Kim, I will talk to you next week. Hopefully I'll have a voice. Carrie, love you. <laughs> Bye, Kim.
0: Thank you for joining Kim and Kerry in today's conversation of Buckets and Boom Gates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes, and they can't wait to chat with you next week.